Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Farscape 2000. Picture, if you will. The episode opens with a view of an alien ship moving silently across black space. It's brightly lit and composed of complicated series, thin connected spears, like a model of a monocle. Cut into side one of the spears, it is a shop. There are tables and shelves that display a treasure trove of old knickknacks, jewelry and artifacts, and Sheena and Rigel are present. Browsing the, the wares as a shopkeeper, Kayan, hovers nearby. She is agdogorous, heavily made up humanoid, in a dark robe and a spa- sparkly bearded shrill, wrapped turban style about her head. She has a look of a drag queen, in fact. She speaks in a quirky accent, somewhere between Irish and West Indian. Kayan, there's no rush. Browse all you like. Shinian lingers over a glass picture of some sort of long, for a long moment. If you like that. Shinian turns away from it as, as if not liking the cold shopkeeper's attention. I don't care much for room decorations. I prefer to decorate myself. She walks over to another display and picks up an item of jewellery. Can trouser, like this, for instance. Rigel, his voice rings out loudly in a quiet shop. Sympathetic cayenne stone, worthless. Jan, she drops it in a disgust. Sympathetic, Rigel. Hmm. Cayenne, confident merchant. If you like it, what difference does it make? She then is not worth anything. I don't like it. Cayenne, oh, oh, so young it's so much. Uh, so mercenary. Jan Midrids to an item that resembles a pane of dark, a deep purple glass. It's another picture, etched or captured between layers of glass, the figure of a young woman that she gazes at, as if memorised for a moment. That portrait is one of my my own works. Resembles you, doesn't it? Don't you think? Jan turning away uncomfortable, not really. Rigel, ah, look at this. Kazan, ah, Hydrogen Royal Tiara from the Nufian era. Rigel, kind of shopper, shopkeepers really hate. Authentic, nervous nonsense, cheap copy. I should know, I gave them all to my wives. And quietly, if you don't want it, Rigel, you put it back and we'll get, over, get out of here. Rigel, loudly, what's your rush? Is there anything remotely exciting back on where? Aaron, minding you two on a shopping expedition is less exciting. Rigel, nobody asked you to come. Kian to Rigel, to Xi'an, is dr- 
his hand is drawn back to look at the picture of the young woman again. You should have that, Tara, as a keepsake for your home world. Where do you keep a fake keepsake? He laughs advisedly. We give you a single food cube for it. We give you a single food cube for it. Jan flicking her wrist viciously. Ah, Virgil, that's and that's generous. Anne, with his shrug, done. Anne is disgusted. We're low on food cubes. Will you give away, run away for that? Virgil whispering loudly back. It's good enough. Copy to fall. Next trader we come across, and fine. She gives him a little swat, on the back side of his head. He yields. Can we go? Virgil with great dignity. Yes, now that I'm finished. And wonderful, Shein. Are you done? Shein, guess so. Shein, don't go empty handed. I, I want to give you this. She goes at its shelf and lifts out another plane of glass. This one is an image embedded that is remarkably. Shein, no. That's a better image, don't you think? The image is a photographic and superposed or bedded in panes of glass with abstract forms. One corner hangs a 3D cube, a yellow triangle, juts upwards from the m- m- bottom of it. It's actually quite ugly, but Shane seems impressed. I suppose it, mu- it must be a fashionable, racial style in the m- uncharted territories. Shane. She's a little freak, or a clear image of herself. You must, you just worked, as that, you must, you just worked on that. I didn't see you do it. He notices an old detailed image. Hey, that's my favourite necklace. I lost that half a cycle ago. Came lovely. Now you can enjoy that, that once more, Shan. What? You're not ju- just giving me this one to me? Can, well... You haven't been given much in your life, have you? Uh, take it. Jan accepts with both weariness and delight. Perhaps I'll help you get a better understanding the true value of art. Jan, what, which is what? Jan, well, in your, this case, it's a window of time. Katamoya, Diego and John, examining the Da Vinci that Tayan destroyed before he ran away from crisis. John, the defence screen, they're pretty much fried. I'm not even sure it's worth fixing, Diego. There's no harm in trying. One of them touches something that sparks fly from the tangled mess of the wires and panels. That is DS. John, you were saying? Diego, just watch what you're doing. John, a Viacom pilot. I thought the juice was supposed to be turned off down here. Pollock cuts him in his den as he speaks. It is, but Moya was experiencing a number of minor paranormalities. I'm trying to isolate them. Diego, keep trying. And let us... Get us some more DRDs. Pollock, I have no more to spare. John, what about those ones working on Arid Parana? Aren't they just... Root- isn't that they doing just routine maintenance? Pollock, primarily. Scheduled maintenance. What? She's overdue. She would not be pleased to bestow it further. John, give me four of them. 
Aaron doesn't have to know. Pollock, she's just returned. Cut to Xi'an walking down one of Moya's corridors, carrying a picture. A DRD passes by. She stops and looks over her shoulder at it. Gina, hey, hey, the DRD stops and backs up and she looks at something carries carrying in one of the little amperages. Is that is that mine? She get sets the picture down against the wall and crouches next to DRD to take to, to take the item, a necklace. Been looking for that forever. Where do you find it? The DRD matters natters and uh, and she looks over the picture for se- of herself wearing a very necklace. And how did you? She know you find it. You'll find it. As she looks at the picture, she sees something that's about it. Seems to change. It now shows her. Shows one of her legs bent at an odd a- angle. She rises to go examine it more closely. Dynamic D makes. To go with her waving like a cat between her feet. She trips over and falls, fracturing her leg to an awful crunch and lays there screaming pain and staring at the picture in horror. She damn well it weirded out. At first it didn't even look like me at all. Then it showed me with a necklace. Then it showed me with a broken leg. Okay. Now what do I think? I think I can predict the future. Do my my aunt Ruth can do that. Except she uses tea bag leaves. She am. Okay, well, then how do you explain this? She banishes a necklace and gestures at her leg. And this, John, have you, eat, have you eaten, drunk, smoked, sniffed, anything weird lately? She said, no, I have not. Have you? John, not lately. She said, look, ask Aaron and Rigel. They, they saw it. They sh- it showed me in an, in that necklace. John, they saw it change too? She yeah, no, but that doesn't mean. Suzanne, could Aaron and Rigel have switched it for another or tampered with it somehow? Suzanne, growing impatient. No, no, John. Say, think, you, maybe one of them's m- messing with she. Suzanne, I only am sp- exploring possibilities. John, yeah, Aram's not the joking type. Rigel, you can see him pulling a leg, but not exactly breaking it. Saying, you said you tripped over DLDs that found your necklace. Sian, yeah. John Pollock, is something weird going on with DLDs? Pollock cut to him and his den as he speaks. No, all DLDs are functioning normally. Performing as I, as I order. Suzanne Pollock, did the thing, did you sign DRDs? Look at Xi'an's lowest necklace? But yes, some time ago, at Chris. John, well, there we have it. Com- coincidence. Some bad luck, maybe, a bit of power of suggestion thrown in. Xi'an, eyeing wearily. Yeah, yeah, except it did change. John, oh, I don't know what to tell you. Suzanne, I'd like to run some tests on the pork drink. You don't mind, Suzanne. Sunny protective of little image. Eight, little magic eight ball. Yeah, I, I do mind. What if you screw it up somehow? Suzanne, I'm offended. I am not going to harm it. 
Susanna, Susanna, Suzanne, looking lovely at the picture. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. I'm staying, staying here. Me, I want to see, I want to see what's going to show me next. John, ever seeking compromise, Suzanne? How about it if you take it like a tiny little chip off of some place where it can't, doesn't show? It work, that work for you? Suzanne, better than nothing. Suzanne, protesting, petulant. But it's mine. I don't see why I should let her. John, cutting her off firmly. Pip, she just fixed your damn leg. Suzanne, sulking, talking to John and not Suzanne. A very little piece. Cut to Rigel and Suzanne, catastrophe, snooping down amongst the, the supplies. Rigel inhales deeply from the contents of the bottom. Ooh, definitely it. I never forget aroma. Zan quietly enters the room behind him. He tips over some of the liquid from the bottle into the tray brought from the foot cube. The sizzling sound he gasps at disbelief and mutters, What? Drowning? Not possible, no. Zan, she co- comes up behind Rigel and takes one of his eyebrows and in an iron grip. The eyebrows make a sound. Like rubber being pulled tightly as he twists and I says softly, I'm surprised you're using my possessions without my consent, Rigel, especially after what I did to you last time. Rigel, <laughs> let go. I'll place what I use. I buy your tire fat, perfect royal. She releases him and she giggles gleefully. The tower is authentic. Then I thought you said it was a copy. Rigel, well, it's not. And that fool, Sikian, sold it for a single food coop. Ha, said the old woman. Had no idea what she had. He hits his comb. Pilot, reverse, of course. Cut to Pilot in his den. His jaw drops. He sits up, wondering what? Over there, getting bored. He's toting other people, friggly, friggly barges. Fine, the trader's woman's ship. She don't annoy him, pilot. Moyers had better things to do than search for Zianne Cairn's vessel. Pilot agreed. Rigel, what's yours? What are you talking about? Your chance to turn a tiny profit. Have you any idea what this terrain is worth? Zianne in a low, deadly tone. We're not returning in that, to that ship, Rigel. Loudly, now get on. Rigel, I'll take this up with the others. He gets in his hold of the chair and he leaves. Says Anne to herself, please do. Cut to Shane quarters. She's lying on her bed, looking at the picture and talking to Diego, who's standing nearby. The conversation is gentle and sincere. Jeanne, quite taken with Suzanne's gift now. Isn't this something uh, isn't this something I wonder what it show me next, Diego? Paternally, not as quick as John to dismiss the possibility of some strange power. Suppose it's just not predicting events, but actually causing them. She's saying, I'm willing to be talked out of the thing. You brought me in my necklace, and it turned around and broke my leg. Why would you do that? Diego, I don't know. She's saying, then why 
not just believe it's that what the old woman says it is. Window into time. Dago, assuming that is all that is true. Do you really want to know what the future holds? He sits down on the edge of the bed. She's saying, of course I do. Come on, Diego. Don't you want to know? You ever going to find your son, Diego? No. If it's bad news, then I don't want to lose all hope. Saying, well, it might keep you from spending your whole life searching for something that's never going to happen. Diego, if I don't try, it definitely never happened. Now, I want you to get rid of that. Zidane, sitting on a, up to face him at close range, I think you're just being a superstitious Luxian. Diego, I'm being a, a concerned Luxian. Zidane, smiling, aren't you sweet? What do you really care about? Care? What happens to me? Diego, shouldn't I? Jean, of course you should. I'm glad you do. Whether if this portrait will show both of us next. Give me a glimpse into our future. Diego, I'm not sure I want to know about that either. Jean, why? Because of what might, it might not show or might or what it might. Diego, listen to me. I do not care. I do care about you. That's why. Why don't you start being sensible and get rid of that? Jean, breaking the soft mould. Well, quite remorse. Oh, okay. Oh, so, so, okay. So I'm not being sensible now. Well, I'm so sorry to disappoint you, but I'm keeping it. I need a rest now. He lies back down and looks away alone. Cut to Aaron and John. They're talking about Shazan's strange gift as it's something to get, to eat. Aaron, when it did when did it, even if the object did change, it's still just a trick. I've seen Connors on many planets pull off bigger frauds than that. John Well, she's got it for free. She's not much of a score if, it, if it's a con. Aaron, Chien, insulted Chien's artwork. Are you okay and wanted revenge or something? John, so what? You think she rigged the painting? The Shan would be spooked with breaking a leg. That's much bit of a stretch. And what's your theory? They can predict the future. John, flaunting his new developed paranoia. No, I don't have a theory. Just a hypothesis. You wouldn't. You shouldn't stay. We shouldn't steer clear of the Korean ship. And agreeing wholeheartedly with him. As usual, we have a corridor. She had to thank for that. There isn't a single flying junk dealer in the uncharted territories that they pass up. John, as he opens canisters, presumably containing the crew's food, assistantly. Well, you know what I say? I say we look at all the lawyers' doors. We don't get let anyone in. We don't get let anyone out. That way, we get no alien critters, no shape shifting bugs, no sniff, 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 mind ordering viruses, no freaky artifacts. So much for the woman of space world of space. Aaron declaring enthusiastically, If I had my way, I'd throw Rigel off his ship. Shane here too, maybe. John sitting down with a canister. He apparently likes the smell, huh? John, Rigel? I can sort of understand, but she Aaron prime remember. She gets us into nearly as much trouble as Rigel does, John. 
Yeah, but she means well, muttering sometimes. Aaron, that's not the point. John Crouching. What is the point? You know, even Rigel has his moments once in a while. And once in a great while. On balance, we'd probably be better off without him. John, he stops chewing the cracker. He just took a bite out of Isaac. Oh, yeah. Well, what about Suzanne? Would it throw her off the ship? Aaron possibly. Don Diego? Aaron looks thoughtful and takes a bite of a cracker. Me? She suddenly casts him a pointed look. He throws down his cracker. Discuss. That's on the table. Pilot? Let's get rid of the pilot. That'd be good. Then you can have a whole ship to yourself. Aaron, um, is that an offer? John, as he talks out. Well, is that, well, let's start with this room. See how it goes. Cuts his hand, walking alone in the lab. A silence is suddenly broken by a low-drawn sound like a voice muttering, Payaroi. She looks up. There's no one there. She slowly bends back down to her work. At that moment, John enters and says loudly, John Zan. He startles and spins about so quickly. He knocks a couple of glass containers off a workbench. Whoop! Hey, sorry, didn't mean to startle you. Is everything okay? Zan, no, it isn't. John, no, well, will you tell, will you tell, will you tell me? Zan, sounding very concerned and spooked. How can I tell you what I, that, what I don't know? Every test, it finds nothing unusual in the materials she hands portrait. John, so, if that junk dealer's thinking out of the magic check, he can't figure out how. Look, don't worry about it, okay? You know, the painting probably never changed. Jane was hallucinating. It's all in her mind. He turns to go. Sedan, stopping him. She's breathing heavily in anxiety. Don't, John, believe me. It's not Sedan's mind. She's in danger. John, what from? From what? Suzanne, tell me. Suzanne, I, I, can't, I can't tell you yet. All I have are suspicions. But from right, she pauses for hurrying on. John, soon there may come a time when I need you. And I want to do exactly as I say, quickly, without question. Do you have enough faith in me to obey? John, okay, Suzanne, whatever you're doing, talking, taking a flyer, playing a hunch. I mean, can't speak for the others. But when time comes to make your move, I'll back you up. Sounds a bit more like he's humouring her and taking her seriously. Suzanne, thank you, John. I want you to bring me Suzanne's portrait. John, yeah. It looked nice in here. Suzanne, I don't want to look at it. I want to destroy it, John. Now his tone takes an approving edge when it comes to getting rid of that freaky, dicky alien artifact. One portrait coming in at sits. Cut Suzanne's picture, the image of her slowly fades and replaced by one of her screaming face engulfed in flames, a series of keyhole shaped ashes, arches, forms along one side of the yellow triangle, giving an appearance of a corridor stretching into infinity. Cut to John walking down one of Roy's corridors, Diego joins him, Diego Crichton. I decided we must take that painting away from Cheyenne. It's no good for her, but it always was. A bit paranoid and patriotic. John's hands way ahead of you up there. Whatever it is, she's got her good and freaked. At a the moment, they hears his hands scream, Sienna scream, 
They break into run for recorders. But no entry they find a cringe away for the picture and crying for help. What happened? She had it changed. She Diego, what when did it change? She is struggling to her feet, completely freaked. Just now I looked away from no more than my crot. John's catching her hold of her. She frankly glimpsed past him. Where are you going? Jeanne, getting out of here. Let's go. She pulls away from him and totters to Diego and clutches to him in terror. Help me, please. Help. Take me somewhere safe, Diego, comforting to her. I will, will to John. You do all that. He sweeps Jeanne up and starts exit. John, as he grabs the picture. Yeah, no problem. But Zanne wants to do the honours. Aaron, as she runs into them, as they come out to the corridor. What's going on? I heard a screaming. Jeanne sobbing into Dago's arms. I'm going to die in here. Portrait told me. Jeanne. Aaron, told you what? Jeanne, it changed again. This time it showed her on fire. Aaron, that's a load of dream. Jeanne, it's real. I'm burning up. Aaron, reaching to touch her. Jeanne, you're not fine. You don't have even feel hot. Jeanne, screaming in panic. I'm burning up. Cut to John, bringing the picture to Zan. John, Zan, it happened again. Zan said it happened. The blink of an eye. Zan, where is she? John, she's in the cargo bay with Diego and Aaron. Zan, I'll go and see what I can do there. Here. John, right. He leaves her with a picture, which she looks at and grasps, before laying on the workbench, placing her hands over it. But when she removes her hands, there's a sizzling sound. The flames now depicts seem to only have intensified. Low, low drawn sound of someone whispering. A word like Perula is heard again. Cut to the cargo bay. Diego enters at the at run with Cheyenne. Aaron is on the heels. Cheyenne pointing Diego towards the door. Put me in the hand. There, Diego, I'm going. Aaron, in the freezer? She Diego unseals the transparent boot door and sets the trainer down as Aaron yells impatiently. She listen to me. It's in all it's all in your head. Diego hustling Aaron out. Leave alone. Aaron, are you completely out of your mind? He doesn't freeze to death. In there, she'll suffocate John as he enters quickly, walks quickly over to them. Pilot, how long can Zian last in there? Pilot cuts to him. He's dead, as he says quickly. In fact, definitely. A rise in temperature and maintain an airflow. Now, in other words, Ling, as he makes it less than like a freezer. John, Pilot. Good job, Pilot. John, do it. Aaron's stumping after him. Don't tell me you're going to lo- along with this nonsense too. John, I don't see him any harm in playing safe. Aaron, you cater to her fears. You make them worse. Katazan slowly raises her head. Eyes shut, she inhales deeply before suddenly shaking herself a great, great shiver. Something cold and creepy just passed her by. Sound a distant spiritual laugh is heard. Cut back the cargo bay. Aaron, dear, John, stand by. 
down a couple of yards away from the freezer. Talking quietly, Suzanne sits in the freezer alone, subbing and thumping the glass of the door, which is fogged up, is stained with the yellow streaks. A light begins to flicker around her. It sounds like a crackling flame is heard. Diego notices first. Don Diego. Diego, John. He runs to the freezer, tries to open the door. John, what the hell? He follows Diego, who cannot get the door open, and starts pounding on it frankly, as a firelight within intensifies. And Sian whimpers, Pilot, what's going on in there? Pilot cuts to him in his den. I don't know. Nothing could, should be combustible. But Diego, Pilot, the door is jammed. Open it. Pilot, the door controls aren't responding. And Suzanne, Suzanne Wimper becomes scream, stand back, stand back, Diego, John, then clear, and Aaron tries to blast the door open with pulse gun. He f- as the flames of the freezer grow brighter, Sham screams in agony. Door remains thrilled. Diego throws himself frankly against it. Sham screaming horribly is signified by fire, engulfed by fire. Suddenly she cries and stop. The flames abruptly die out. Diego, Chiana. Pull out the door, locks, responding now. I can think I can open it. Door slides open, and Aaron, Diego, jump inside. Nothing but a small heap of smoldering ash where Chiana stood. Pilot asked fearfully, Gryden, is, is it, is it Chiana? John, she's gone, Pilot. Back in, then Pilot looks stunned. And tear rolls back down his cheek. Cut back to Zandan, sitting alone in the lab, chanting softly. Rigel enters with his hover chair. Rigel, is it true then? Sheehan is dead. Sheehan, it's true, Rigel. Is she dead? That, and she died that way? You indicate the picture still showing flames. Saying yes. Rigel, then, well, then why couldn't you save her? You had a warning. You could have done something. Saying angry and grief stricken. At least you tried, which is more than I could say for you. Where were you when she died? Sleeping, eating? Rigel was there, going John enter. Had some anyone fit had any, anyone seen fit to you for me? I could Dan cutting him off, get out. Then to Dago, tears in his voice. I should have gone down to ship with them. I should have stopped her from bringing it back. Dago gently. No, I should have taken it away from her earlier. John, there's a number of things we should all should have done. We can do one. We can do one more. Then right now, Sedan. How do we dispose of this piece of junk? Sedan, fire would be the fighting end. He takes a picture and develops a, a thick green accelerant. On it, which then lights it with a blowtorch, the flames leap up against the picture. She chants softly. Dago watches. Suddenly, his face reddened by the firelight. Cut to Dago. Pilot's den. Aaron is there with him. Pilot insistent. There are no reasons for it. Aaron, there has to be. What about a detective power double? Though in the freezer. Pilot, all compounds cut. Components took out. Aaron dug it. All right. You and Maya are some uh, energy surges. Other anomalies. They couldn't. Uh, you couldn't isolate. Are you related to it? John. Pilot protecting. 
There's nothing wrong with the freezer. John Aaron demanded. Why couldn't you get to the door open in time then? John appears the doorway into the den. Pipe Suzanne, Vienna must have jammed it when she closed it. Aaron, all right. Could she have damaged the content when she pulled it shut? Pilot, I told you, no malfunction. I might, I might have caused that fire. No, nor was it an error of her of control on my part, Aaron, frantic, to find some national cause. All right, I'm not I'm not blaming you, Pilot, but something had to cause it. John's approaching them. Aaron, knock it off. It's not your fault. And defensive. Who said it was? John, you're grilling. Pilot, looking for a reason. You're not the reason. And no, I'm not. Why would I be? John, you wanted her off the ship. And snapping, snapping upset. I never said I wanted her dead, Crichton. John, fine, changing his mind angry. No, you're always going to do this. Arms, do what? John, keep the entire world at a distance. Keep away. Every way. Is that what it's going to change? Diego, oh, come. Crichton? John, yes, Diego. Diego, come to the central chamber. We have a problem. John Pollock? Pollock, shaking his head. No idea. Aaron and John leave. Cut the centre chambers at Aaron and John enters. John, what's the problem? Diego, this is. He gestures to the table upon which sits a picture, just like Shazen, except this one shows a shadowy feature, image of Diego. John, he eyes it wearily a distance as Aaron leans in with a closer look. Another one? Shazen rushes in and stares at it as well. It couldn't be the same one. We burned it up. Suzanne. Suzanne, helped us. Suzanne, help us. Aaron, it looks like you, Diego. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Diego, yes it does. Then end, breathless with anxiety. Piers unfinished, still in flux. John, I vote we don't wait around for it to develop. Diego, agree. That he picks it up and hurls it to the floor. It shatters completely. Then it prepared itself once. May do it so again, Diego. They shall have to do it in space. Pilot, where's the nearest access shaft? I want to get this thing as far away from where as I can. Pilot, tier three, hammered side. John, Zan, you call cool that? Zan, yes, get rid of it. Aaron, I'll go and find that trader. Get some answers. Pilot, is my parallel ready? But no, it's still undergoing maintenance. John, take my module. Aaron, under a breath as you leave. Bucket of dread. Cut to Diego and John as they open the access shelf and dump the shards of the picture into it. John, go for it, pilot. Pilot, spelling now. He hits a button and the picture fragments are settling, tumbling away from Moya in space and tracking the fragments. We're moving away from them as at H6 philosophy, John works for me. Don't know, I didn't know art, but I don't. I know I don't what I don't like. 
Soon after they cut the day goes to Suzanne, walking down one of Maya's corridors. Suzanne, are you certain it's gone? John, we far behind us and off the radar. Dago, once Aaron returns, we should be do a star bus or two to make sure. John, yep. And the more distance between us and that thing the better. Suddenly Zan stop drops as he's already hears. Again he hears a whispering spectral sound voices. This time speaking to a direct name clearly. What's the matter? Then I thought I heard something. She she moves slowly away from him. The voice could contain to use to speak her name and chuckles disproportionately. She's the only one who hears them this. John Zan. She makes no response to look around her. No response, but to look around her with deep apprehension as the whispering natters on. Cut to Aaron and his module as he arcs away from Moya. He lurches and makes a sound like just like junk rolling around in the back of the pickup junk truck. A yellow alarm is heard from the behind the cockpit. Sent and alert beeps intensely. Aaron points the gun at his shoulder. Idol, don't shoot! It's me. Aaron is reason enough. Pull the trigger. What are you doing here? Idol, outraged. Don't you think I've scored a silver on this crayon? Just, just as you do. Aaron, brisk. Score to settle. A profit to make. Idol can't accomplish both at once. Jan has given a dangerous port to project. Kian. Therefore, owes me restoration. And, she and dead. And all you're concerned about is getting compensation. Is have in anywhere? Ethereum in anywhere in the United States? Vital, primitive damages. That's what she and would have wanted. She was quite a lot like me, you know. She was a spirit, a spirit ambition. She, a large appetite. She would have made an excellent high feeling. She dukes her there. I'm actually going to miss her. Aaron, or what? One way or another, Korean will, Korean will make restitution. Cut back to Moya. Dago is sitting in a docking bay and staring at the picture which has reappeared. Shows him impaled by a great spear for his chest. John and Zan entered. Zan running. Dago, he stops short. The sight of the picture. By goddess, no. John, what do we have to do to ditch this thing? Drop it in the back hole? Dago quietly. John, we are lost. If, if, if it is my fate, I accept it. John, no. We're not accepting anything. We'll fight this. Jan, crying in, in pain, panic. We can't keep fighting. John, Zan. Zan, here near Syria. Growing stronger than all of us. John, Zan. All right, kids. Trying to think, first off, what the hell is that supposed to be? He points his face to the picture. Dago signifies Contra Blade. John, he takes Dago Contra from him and passes his hands. Anne, take this and lock it into on the furthest tier you can find. She quietly takes it and leaves. John picks up the picture. And sets it aside. As he continues to Dago, next we'll get you into the big open space, far away from my puntly objects, any puntly objects as possible. Dago, following, calmly after him. 
John, you've been a good friend. Whatever happens, it's been a pleasure to know you. John Diego, shut up. We ha- never heard of a self-fulfilling prophecy. That moment is the sound of something seemingly too short. And now his paranoia, which is parked nearby, suddenly begins to move forward. Move forward. Them. Toward, towards them. Diego pushes John away. Going, doing so, sit by Prowler, repelled with spear-like halberd that projects from it. No, John, but he reaches to Diego, with his eyes and lets him explode in flash light, the sound that shattering glass and gone. Diego's not dead. The scene shifts him, as he suddenly appears alive, very well unimpelled, and still scream another dimension, sort of. He staggers and looks around himself in surprise. He appears to have been transported to Cairn's picture somehow. He's standing in a primary yellow walkway and stretches in a blank, black infinity. On one side of the walkway or corridor are lined by keyhole-shaped arches. He, he hears Jeanne calling from somewhere. Jeanne does her body voice of echoes. Anyone? Will you please? Diego, spinning around, looking for Jeanne. Jan Diego? He looks around to arch for her, but it's pitch black and unclear. There's a f- if there is a floor on the other side, three D cube hangs eerily in the darkness above. He steps back into the yellow walkway, and she calls him again. Diego, he catches sight of her. The next arch is upside down, though, as it's an area with a different level of physics. She's proportionally larger than he is. Nevertheless, he's glad to see her. You're alive. Jenna, I am. Diego, where are we? Jenna, I think we're in the portrait. Diego tries to walk toward through the arch to her, but is unable to enter the area where she is and she disappears. He yells of frustration. Cut to back to John and Zidane, where examining the instrument of Diego's apparent death. John agitated and frustrated and punched his punch right. And it's disappeared. No blood, no guts, no nothing. Where'd he go? We're going to get him back. We look. We cannot just v- vanish, Shazan. Shazan, John. John, you might not even be dead. Either way, we've got, we've got to know. Shazan has the picture in her hands and looking intently as it shows John being electrocuted. What? He sees the image in the picture. Great, I'm next. Better up. This is great, Zan. This thing's pecking me up, picking off. That's a fight flies. No, he even knows what it, what to do. And now he knows what, what it is. Says Anne, I'm ready for this. Give me your plan, please. Come on, Zan. This magical mystery crap is your specialty, not mine. And you just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Zan, between clenched teeth, there's nothing I can tell you. Cut back to Zizan's, Kiana's ship as Aaron and Rigel enter. A little shock of horrors. Kian, jovial and glad to see him. Well, welcome back. Now, how can I interest you this time? Aaron, I'm only interested in one thing. And that's the thing you gave to Shian. Kian, oh, well, I hope she's enjoying the portrait. Aaron, cutting her off and sweeping off a shelf of trinkets, a trader just to embrace a point 
Don't fail with me. Don't you know exactly what happened, don't you? Rise your warning, Katrina. Jatan, it's a very bad idea to annoy her when she's in this sort of mood. And sends another lot of merchandise flying. Can Joe yelps. See what I mean? People will you I tell her everything. Can Anne protesting? But I don't know anything. Aaron loudly. Well, that's unfortunate for you, isn't it? Because I thought you had anything to tell me. I have no reason not to shoot you. But since you're not telling me anything, he whips a gun, a gun that takes aim at Can, who backs up fast and raises her hands. Can, I had no choice. I was forced to create the por- that portrait. Aaron, by whom? Can, he, he made me do it. Aaron, who? Duran, I didn't. Aaron, who? Can, wanted to, I didn't. And Aaron, who? Can, he threatened me. Aaron, who? Can, and his little weak voice. Meldrira. Aaron, slowly lowers the gun. Shortly after, cut back to John and Zian or Moya. They're speaking with Aaron and Viacom. Zian, Moya, Meredith? Aaron, that's what she said. John isn't. Can't be Meredith. We destroyed him. Diane Montring. We immediately suspense this Thurston. I knew he'd be consonant again some day. Never dreamt it would be this soon. John O'Cage then. So what do we do? In response, he turns to look at her and finds her standing very stiff with her hands covering her face. We we know how she feels. Said Anne, are you hearing me? Said Anne, cut back to Aaron and Ke- in Kian's shop. Aaron Crampton, what's the matter? John, really, said Anne, just bugged out, out, out on us. Praying or contacting I don't know. Aaron, I'll, I'll leave straight away. John, no, don't do that. Stay there, we need all the information we can get. Aaron, right. She signs off and walks towards Kian. So what? Start talking. Kian, her voice so low and flat. She's lost the flamboyant accent. Nothing that can tell you will do any good. Her dress is too powerful. Aaron, I press start talking. Cut back to Moya. John is trying to get Zan back into action. John pulling Zan's hands away from her face. Zan, Zan, stop bugging me out. We beat Mid-Series before. We could do it again. Don't go chicken that. Out of here, Zan, without speaking a word, she seizes his head in her hands and pulls him to her. So their foreheads touch. She then communicates everything, saying, John, I speak to you via this bond. We unity be shared. Now is the time we should trust me. I have a plan. Let's focus material and attention on you for as long as you possible. I know what I say next. But actually pushes him away from her and speaks loud, aloud, madly, and posterity. Madras cannot be defeated. He's already taken training here. Jean-Anne Diego, he's going to take you next, and the rest of us, one by one. John Zan, we can beat him. Zan, no, we can't. All we can do is surrender, shorten our pain. John, well, I'm not giving up. Jean-Anne, laying one hand on his cheek, she says softly, I am. Of that, she shoves him backwards into some inspired, both worrying, simple DRDs are working on. It's electrocuted. 
and suddenly disappears. The DRDs look as if they're not sure what happened. The voice of Medeiros whispers to Zan. She approaches the picture, which now shows a portrait of her own face screaming. Cut to John and materialised in a weird limbo of the picture. John, aha, whoa, looking around. The first step, first step, Diego, heard but not seen John. John Diego, he turns and sees a sideway image of Diego through an arch and immediately jogs towards it. Diego, no, wait, don't come through. <coughs> John stops part way. Through realising that Dago isn't there, there's nothing but empty darkness on the other side. John, what the hell, Dago? He steps back into the yellow archway, see Dago again, for a different arch. Where'd you go? Dago, I haven't moved. It's these arches, they let they lead every every everywhere. John, have you seen Sienna? Dago Lazine, yes, but I couldn't get to her. I tried the other archways, but I lost the timing. John, great. And not, to, not just the paintings of me. Terrific. It looks very different for Ensley. Well, I know. Built it. Mardurius. Come on down. There you go, Mardurius. John, none other than, don't you? Just, don't that, don't that just make your day? Call you Mardurius. Mardurius, come on, you old bastard. Show me your ugly face. Have you read the supervillain handbook? This is where you're supposed to twirl your moustache and gloat. As John turns, looking for him, Madras suddenly appears behind him, end of a yellow walkway, which becomes a black-floored corridor, covered in a series of round arches. He looks exactly as he did when last time it's met him, a strong older ma- man, completely humanoid in appearance, except for the yellow iris of his eyes, and wearing his black Everbethian-style garb, updated from the uncharted territories, a bit of cool, a bit of course. Adarius, I don't have to know stars, John. John, prerogative. How about you? How are you doing, old man? You're looking for a kind of pal. You're getting enough, son. Adarius, irreverent as ever. I miss, I miss that. John, yeah, it's been a while, huh? Tell me, what you've been doing all this time? Putting yourself back together? What is it like being dispersed? My dear, less, less than pleasant. I sustain myself by concentrating on revenge. John, well, here I am, dude. Revenge away. My dear, please, you're not even my player. Player, it appears and materializes. Find John as an arch through which he's seen a floating cube. I am saving my revenge for the one who deserves it. Petana, Petula, Zazan. John, oh, I'm crushed. I, uh, here I am, was thinking you both kicked your arse last time. Medeiros smiled. No, she kicked my ass and save yours. As you say, this magical mystery scraps, not your thing. Why do you think I, that I took you and your two friends first? John, because you were lonely? Medeiros, because I wanted Zan to see her shipmates die. Cut as Zan alone in a central chamber. Matthias calls her name repeatedly as she wails and cries. Now again and again she covers her ears and seems to be rapidly disconcerting, constipating. 
cut back to John and Atreus in the picture. Atreus, have you forgotten? Fear makes me strong. Fear and terror helplessness. With irony. And there are a few of my favourite, these are a few of my favourite things. John, could you have, oh, could you do that farewell goodbye song? The kids sing? It's one of my favourites. Mitreus matching John with his smart answers. Now don't do it, Chris. You convinced that Zidane will pull us a divine fast one. Save the day which contempt. Johnny O, your mind is mine. It's an op- your mind is an open book full of big, big print and lots of pictures. John, then read this. He touches her forehead. Kiss. Matea. stares at him. I'm letting, betting on her, not you. Matthias, bad, bad bet. Cut to back to Maya. Zan is pilot. Then, talking to Drake's navigator, he's leaving, leaning over the console towards him. It seems he's letting her back to, leaning back towards her, staring for, intently at her. Zan urgently, do you understand, pilot? Pilot, frankly, no. I do exactly what you ask. I wish you luck. For all my all sakes, the voice of a giant is heard only by Zidane. Hisses through the chamber. Up, and Zidane stalls, looking over his shoulder. Zidane? What is it? Zidane, it's Matthias. Can't you hear him? Pilot's shaking his head. I can't hear anything. Cut back to John and Matthias in the picture. Matthias, Johnny. At last bout she could head out. Referring to the fallen priest like Gigo of T O B M. Cost the poor fellow his life, didn't it? This time she's alone. He might not be afraid, but she is, and that's why I destroy her. Excuse me, I must remind you how much I care. How, how much I care. Throws his head back and roars her name, Pachu, Suzanne, and cut back to Maya. Vibration. A Matthias roar causes Zidane to lose her footing and fall from the catwalk in front of the pilot's console as he cries out to her. But instead of plunging to her death and to the pit below, she lands in a picture on the yellow walkway in front of John Matthias, grown huge on the other side of the arches, exclaims triumphantly. So much for that plan. Any more bets? Zidane, sobbing to John, kneels next to her. I failed. Too weak. John Zidane, don't give up. You never give up. Matthias says it's, it appears now on the yellow walkway between, behind them. What a wreck. She begged me to put her out of her misery. Unfortunately, I won't want to enjoy her misery a little longer. That's not the reason she shouldn't suffer her on, on her own. He blows at the, the, at the two arches of Chien and Diego peer inside them. They cannot see each other, but they are visible from the walkway and can hearing each other. Chien, Diego, where are you? Diego, Chien, Chien, you're here. Looking at her arch. Out of her arch. You can see John is the end. Oh, frail. He's spots with Tyrus. What? How, what? Who's that little man? John, his name is Tyrus. He's like the basic evil vampire. Diego, wearily, like a grey guy who's been there, done that. He sucks the life force out of people. John, he just plain sucks. Listen up, everyone. The joker feeds on fear. 
So we're going to stay calm. Vegetarius, Suzanne's not listening to you, John. John, Suzanne, he paints, paints with anxiety. We'll, we'll keep our cool and we'll starve him out. Vegetarius chuckling. Bravo to the end. I have to admire that, even though deep down, of course, you're quaking in your boots, John. Dream on. Vegetarius, stop. You, you want fear? I'll give you some. With that, you imprisons, John. The archway between Cien and Diego for continuing. Picture, if you will, me standing your home planet. Six billion creatures like you, highly breeders. Your species will like keep me well fed for a long time, John. Oh, Tone, you stay the hell away from the earth. But I see, everyone has a panic button, just waiting to be pushed. Even along the Syrian, he pauses a moment in front of Diego. You, son, Joffio. How old is he? I can't wait to run across him. Diego snarls and hisses vicious, vicious, viciously, but Matreus strolls away. I'm concerned. Don't you tell him, John. That sort of thing doesn't work. He stops by Sheenie and the runaways said began. How would you like to be free trip home to a very planet? You wouldn't? Oh, scared you. Be mentally cleansed, cleansed by your countrymen? Well, don't worry, because none of you want to leave this place. You don't scare us, you're warm at your mouth. Better you talk. Bigger talk, swallowing action. It is. Yeah, look out, I'll show you action. And this is and this is it. I leave, you don't. This realm dissolves and you're with it, you're with it. Except for your minutes. Your life essence, your life force, your spirit, whatever you like to call it. I call it lunch. He ambles easily back to Zan, who's still half sitting, laying in, on the yellow walkway. Time for choir practice, priest. Suzanne's cringing away from him. Mateus, please, I beg you. Mateus, he stops far up, to, up towards her, walks up to her back, and she screams. The fibres of her body crunch beneath her feet. You beg me? I like that. There you go. Frailing against his prison as Sedan wells under Matthias' crouching weight. Matthias, no. John quietly from his arch as he watches helplessly. Dago, down. You'll make it work. Just make it worse. There Matthias. Now, now, now. Oh, when all the atoms of your body are ripped apart. Oh, soon what's left. You know what pain is. You're then all this will happen one hundred right cuts from now. You like to count down. A few more grinds the heel. You see old neck. He steps off to her and raises his arm in front of the archway and shimmers in the view of Maya. Katamaya's two RDs are looking at a picture which suddenly changes and grows and seems to become a portal. The yellow walkway onto Maya. The DNA spark. Squawk with alarm. Cut to Pollock in his den. Pollock? Fly calm of a son, priority message from Zidane. Aaron cut to her back in Zidane's shop. What is it? Pilot clearly reciting. Kill Zidane and cut out those, cut out and get out of there fast. And Aaron acknowledged. And no hesitation here. Zidane stands, but before she can make a move, Aaron swings a gun up. Blast the woman. He blows like shattering glass. A vital yelps of alarm. Out now. She 
Rose Rigel takes him off. A moment later, as the module sinks away from the trader's ship, seems to flatten out into the huge glass picture which shatters explosively. Cut back the prison picture which Mateus, with long drawn out veil, well, falls back into the lands next to Zan, a yellow walkway. They are out to the cockpit of the module. Vital, how did you know all that all that would happen? Oh, Aaron, I didn't. Vital, and you shot the Korean anyway? Oh, Aaron, Kyle said I, I should follow Zan instructions without question. Why do outrage? Did he? Well, he didn't bother to tell me. Aaron, of course not. When you, when have you followed instructions? Cut back to inside the picture. Mateus struggling on his feet as he shouts at Zan. What was it? Was that your doing? Well, he don't want to help you, because I'm not much. I'm much stronger than you think. Zan dangerously. So am I. And with that, he rises, attacks him. He fights back, but cannot power. She shoves him through the archway, and John is in. Every tears passes through some unknown barrier, shattered like glass. Gianna, Diego, and John are unable to step through their prisons. The walkway, the whole construct begins to vibrate. A strong wind sweeps them over them. Zan has collapsed again from excursion. Uh, urges them through the portal. Mateus has opened into Maya. Go, hurry, hurry. Diego, Shazana. He runs to her and helps her towards the portal. John, she go, he goes to help Shazana. Get up, come on. Shazana, leave me. John, come on. Shazana and Diego break for the portal and land sprawling on the floor at the transport bay. Diego, crushes Gianna's fall. They look into Yosef's eyes. Meanwhile, John continues trying to drag Suzanne out. Suzanne, leave me here. John, get up. Suzanne, no, leave me here. John, no, get up. Picks Suzanne up and stumbles towards the portal. The barrier is difficult to break through. A Dago rushes to help. Pulls Suzanne through first and then John. The crew crawl clear of it. Crawl clear of its shimmers and buckles. Home sweet home, Materius is not finished. Yet, with his mouth twisted the howl of rags, he reaches towards the portal and thrusts his hand. King Kong strides through and Diego whisks to the end away as John and Sam. Stomp back too, John grabs the DODs and aims it like a gun at Mateus. It's obliging, obligingly Let's loose a volley of laser fire. Fire one. He hands the DJDs to Zan. Pray. And while Zan lays on the floor, praying, is aiming the DJDs at Mateus. John makes a dash for the prowler. He looks around to hear. He looks around to bear on the portal. Fire two. And with that, he opens fire with prowler, pulsar weapons, and sending volley after volley into the portal. Mateus resists like a good villain, but it's too much for him, and the prowler sire revolts. Prowler's fire, fire walk power 
fire vaults and assaults his crisp contract until it shatters away, leaving our heroes panting on the transport bay floor in a shock. John looking at Suzanne after a moment of, thund- of thundering silence. Was that your plan? Suzanne, yes. Like it? John, well, that's not, that was not to like. Later, they up to Suzanne. Diana and I in the central chamber. They're eating and doing the same thing. The rest of us are trying to figure out what the heck happened. Jeanne, explain this one to me, Froggy. Fryden comes back. He's not a lady electrocuted. Okay, Vega comes back. He's not even scratched. I come back. Nothing burnt. I remember, really? Uh, uh, but I still got busted out. Like, why is that? John, why ask me? I'm trying to figure out the whole Medeas and Jeanne thing. She said, oh, oh no, look, Zidane laid that hit out, bit out for me. Okay, when Matthias recapitalized. John, Rigel, she re what? John, Zidane spilling out high word philosophy and probably long with a few cracker crumbs since she's eating while she speaks. And Rigel grunts and tries vainly to follow. Well, put him. Well, putting himself back together, he couldn't get break through our physical plane, so he had to manipulate matter for, to form Kellyanne and ship and create another painting which would not bridge, only bridge both realms but also allow, well, playing on our fears would be full, allow him to capture us and grow even stronger, crew clear. It's a magical mystery crap. And when Aaron blasted Kellyanne, which was actually just a temporary expansion of Matthias. It wakened Matthias enough of Zan that it make a move simple. Rigel is perplexed. But why? I mean, how did Zan uh, beat? Best not proper ponder questions like these. But you make your head hurt. Susanna, forget about it. Sit back and enjoy the happy ending. Rigel, what happened in my practice? Priceless as Zane trying to hear is gone, and it's just like Kira, a ship. She said, oh well, we can't have everything, Rige. Rige sulkily, I can't have anything. She laughs and lowers a handful of crunched up crackers to him as he yelps. Cuts his hand, quarters. John stands outside the door watching as she ties her altar. John, so what do you think, Zidane? Is that son of a bitch gone for good this time? Said Anne, with a bit of luck. Well, of a bit of being like Matthias, you never could be quite entirely certain. John easily enters the room and readers, readers over to her. Said Anne, this could have been a recent, really good opportunity to lie to me. You know, he offers a few examples. Sure, John, he's toast. Strike him off the Christmas list. Stick to a fault in him. It's, he's done. It's over. The fact that the lady's singing. Doesn't have to be true, said Anne. But certainly could have done slept better. Then I'm sorry, John, but I'm not a very good liar. John, yeah, right. Now I know you couldn't tell me the truth about your plan, Miltures. We picked it out of my brain, but you had us all fooled with that. With that scared Nelly routine. Said Anne, my fear wasn't that, John. John, you really were that scared. Then I never thought been more scared in my life. So looked down at John Somney, gazed back at her, knowing, knowing he'd probably be sleeping more 
much more fitfully than he thought. The end. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.